All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome into the show. Wrong camera. Welcome into the show. Oilers Nation every day, September 26th. Press the button, Aaron. Oh, wait. Son of a bitch. We always come up with our best ideas for how to start the show. Like 59. Yeah, like 58, 59. And then it's like, can we do it? No. All right. Well, I'll just look at the wrong camera and see if that's funny. Um, anyways, welcome into Oilers we're Nation. Back, baby. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, welcome I'm into Oilers Nation every day, live from the Sports Closet Studio. Is this show back to its regular scheduled programming or its regular schedule for the programming? No. Next Monday, though, every day, noon Mountain Time, Allegedly. right here. Allegedly, it's happening. We can't back out now. We promise, people. We'll see. Every Monday or every day in this studio. We will be going live for one hour to talk Oilers. Hell yeah. Maybe other things too. Yeah, we'll probably mix in some Life. other stuff. Someone's got something on the mind. <laughs> Speak. <laughs> Give no. out life advice. <laughs> Give out we any we advice. are committing to doing a full hour every day, which is not what we did last year. Last year, we would just kind of like, man, just go. Just see how we're feeling. But yep. not next year. Hard hour. That means if the last 30 minutes sucks, we're going to. And we are just Monday to Friday now. And we are just Monday to Friday, which ties in to something that we have not announced yet. And that is the official launch of a true pre and post game show here at Oilers Nation. That's big. We are going to bring you from an hour before puck drop right up to puck drop. Mm -hmm. And then immediately after the game, we'll we'll have more on that. Maybe that'll be one of the big announcements next week. It will be what the pre and post game shows look like next year. It's going to be exciting. A lot of content next year. We have this show five days a week. We have a true yep. pre and post game show, which isn't a podcast. 
I don't know if I reveal in everything here, but I'm just going to do no, it. Pre-game no, show. Pre-game show will not be we'll a podcast. Be a po- post-game show will be a podcast. Post-game show will be a unless pre-game show. I mean, unless people want it as a party. I don't know why you would. Everything's going to be dated by like the second the game starts. So <laughs> we have a lot of content next year. Is uh, is the point going to be a fun year at Oilers Nation? And if you want to help us kick everything off, our season opening party is coming up on October 11th. Where is it happening? Where else would it be happening? Greta. Arcade, bar, street food, Greta. Greta. Um, October 11th, we are probably going to be doing our first ever episode of the new pregame show live at Greta. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. I'm very um, excited. Greta puts on the best, the best parties for us. Yeah. If you, if you came during the playoffs last year, you know what a good time Greta is. Maybe even in the weeks leading up to there, you want to go like pre-game the season launch party. Yeah. We could be doing that. You just go there this Friday. Yeah, and when the server's like, hey, what are you doing just standing there? Be like, I'm just getting ready, trying to find good angles for the Oilers Nation pre- or season launch party. Actually, maybe they should go on Saturday because we have other things going on on Friday. We'll talk about that in uh, Ooh, in just a Leon, little bit. Plug God over there. Uh, today on the show, we have a new big list. We have the Star Mechanical News Desk. We're going to have a Sherwood Ford Giant preseason question to discuss. But first, let's just talk about a little bit of preseason hockey. The Oilers, Liam, are 0-2 to start the preseason. And that ties into our first comment of the day on Oilers Nation, which comes from our pal Sergeant Battle, who said, pack your bags, everyone. Mm -hmm. Time to move this 0-2 in the preseason poverty franchise to Houston. Um, Yeah, real bad start to the preseason for the Oilers. It's a good thing they have six more preseason games to right the ship. Yeah, we got a lot, a lot of time to uh, figure this thing out and get on the rails. Winnipeg Jets, though, yesterday really fielded quite the lineup. I Googled this, Tyler. I did some math. I mean, yeah, I like this stat. The Winnipeg Jets had 3,545 games of experience in the lineup yesterday. The Edmonton, including the starting goaltender in the NHL, Lauren Bassois. Interesting. Edmonton Oilers, 2,245. So that gap is, quick math, 1,300. Very easy to see why the Oilers did not win that hockey game last night. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you're freaking out or really taking anything substantial away from the first six periods of preseason hockey, I would just advise that you don't. Um, Let's be honest. None of this matters. Absolutely none of this. There's a couple of things that matter. The result of the game. Doesn't matter. Does not. It's the game within the game itself that matters. The players battling for those spots like Lavoie. But I would even say uh, that, like, the first two games, I don't even think they're reading too much into it. No, but I, no, I would say I would agree, but those guys need to be the best players on the ice. Okay, so then let's talk about that. Do you feel like some of those guys, Sutter, Lavoie, yeah. even a Phil Broberg, calling him Phil now because it's time to get serious. <laughs> Phil B. Phil B. Um, do you feel like those guys have been the best players on the ice? Yeah, Broberg's been solid, I think. People not as good as Bo Aiki. No, not as good as Bo Aiki. <laughs> Can't believe the other sent him down, unbelievable. <laughs> um, Lavoie, by all accounts, was pretty solid last night, too. Obviously, didn't get a goal because there was a shutout. Mm-hmm. But all in all, pretty good. I think Brandon Sutter and Lane Pedersen. Is it Peterson or Pedersen? Uh, honestly, I'll figure I'm it out if he makes Pedersen. the team. I've been saying Pedersen. LP. 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 I like that. Um, they were good in the first game too. Did you see Brandon Sutter's comments being like his kids haven't seen him, like don't remember him playing yeah. in the NHL and he's kind of cool. 
14 year vet, which is kind of funny. Like, but yeah, I don't know. I think the others, the guys they wanted to perform have done reasonably well, I guess you could say. It's hard to say. Like, we'll, we'll get a, we'll get a better idea how they are mm-hmm. when they play against full team when they're in yeah, the actual like, team is playing again like when the preseason gets to games five six seven and eight like that back half like yeah i shouldn't even say seven and eight these next four are what i'm this, actually this watching yeah this next four is where decisions will probably be made and the last two will be the fine-tuning games um you want to flash that up again actually which, which you just had let's see what bob had to say Bob says, pretty sure this was Raph Lavoie's second NHL preseason game as an Edmonton Oilers. Thought the 2019 second round pick looked quicker than in past training camps. The six foot five, 23 year old right winger had some good looks in the first two periods and brought a physical presence as well. So good stuff. Bob's given him a glowing review early on here in training camp. Here's the thing that will continue to work in Raphael Lavoie's favor. And Dave Lunn is in the chat and he kind of brought this up a little bit. So I'll, I'll elaborate on what you asked, Dave. Brandon Sutter needs to play so well mm-hmm. that the Oilers justify or feel like they can justify putting Raphael Lavoie on waivers. Yes. Or sending Dylan Holloway down, one of the two. Or putting Matthias Janmark or Derek Ryan on waivers. Because sometimes surprising things happen. But Raph Lavoie is in the driver's seat. If he shows that he is even just as good as those other players, mm-hmm. he's staying because you don't pick a guy in the second round, put years into developing him, and then at the first chance go, Ah, let's put him on waivers. Like that's dumb. Like that's not what good organizations do. And Dave says, Lavoie, if Lavoie doesn't take the final roster spot, would you risk waivers or try to swing a trade? If a trade, do you think he would get a third round pick? Or what do you think we could get if we packed him with another prospect? I think Raph Lavoie gets uh, claimed if he's on waivers. hundred percent. The Montreal Canadians are going to be the 32nd team on the Montreal Canadians would take him. Yeah. So I'm, I wouldn't put him on waivers. Even if you got to go into the year doing the 11 forward 7D thing and you're like, hey, Raph Lavoie is not good enough to play for us in the NHL, but he's going to be our 12th forward going 11 and 7 because we don't obviously wouldn't have Brandon Sutter on the roster in that in that scenario. Then sure. Um, yeah, I just I think that's what's going to work in his favor is that yeah. he would get claimed on waivers. I think the organization should have a pretty good idea that he will get claimed on waivers, and that's probably going to let him stick around. If you're to trade him because you don't like what you've seen in camp, I don't. It might be something where you're trading Raphael Lavoie on like the first day of the season for another player who's already cleared waivers. It'll be it'll be a worse yeah. player, but it'll be someone from an organization, maybe even like a defenseman or whatever, who's already cleared, who you can stash in Bakersfield because you want Brandon Sutter on the team, and you don't quite want to lose Lavoie for nothing. At the same point, you could say, come on, if you're getting a guy who's cleared waivers for Raphael Lavoie on a trade, like you are giving up on him. You are getting nothing in return. Like that's nothing of value. So yeah, I, I'm really intrigued. That's the number one storyline of preseason is how that forward group's going to shake up. Yeah, everything else sure. is set. Yeah. We're we're pretty much good to go here on everything. How would you power rank those guys in? Like the PC? I think it's probably Ganya, I would just say his last because he's not even going to play. He's not going to play. Adam Ernie. Is it Ernie or Ern? I don't. Again, same thing as Peterson Pedersen. Worry about it if he makes a team. Yeah. Pedersen. Yeah. Ernie's and he's probably Sutter. I think it's between Sutter and Lavoie, if I have to be completely honest. Yeah, probably. Could with they like both make it? With the outside chance that they send Dylan Holloway down. But I doubt, after hearing what Ken Holland kind of said last week, like I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, I think we're out on the idea too. Yeah. Um, could they not keep both if they send down Le- Nima Line or something like that? 
if you want to go 6D and send down Broberg, they can only have one scratched player a night. So do you want it to be a 7th D or a 13th forward? Probably a 7th D because you would hate to play a game with 5 D men. That makes sense. I was a little confused there. There, I mean, hey, you never know. Like if Matias Yanmark doesn't show up in training camp, they could put him on waivers. True. We've literally not seen him yet. We've not. He hasn't played a game. Derek Ryan. <laughs> Invisible. Invisible. Um, we <laughs> got some, David. you always know the Facebook's going to come through with some good comments yeah, for great. us. Uh, Xander says, panic button. It's the effing preseason. Take a breath, boys. Yeah, that. That's literally what we're saying, dude. Yeah, all good. <laughs> like chill, nothing wrong with like the first two games didn't matter. Um, but Bruce is in with something else. Got to be a little concerned when the oil dress, the players that will make up our bottom six forward lines. And they only score one goal in two games. Hope this doesn't mean it will be a season of relying on the first two lines for our scoring. Bruce first two preseason games don't matter. Nothing matters. I, Dylan Holloway scored a hat trick last year and then didn't score three goals again for the rest of the season. <laughs> I will say in that first game, um, Vandy Kane was robbed like three times by Colin D'Elia. Like the others should have probably won yeah. that game, but oil is going to oil. It is what it is. Turn the scoreboard off yeah. in the preseason. Like watch the games, have your takeaways on who looks good, who doesn't. But like even then, for ninety five percent of this roster, basically everyone not named Lavoie and Sutter. This is just about getting into game shape. Yeah. I really don't think there's a good chance that I know we just talked about it, but like. They're in all likelihood not cutting Matias Janmark. No, right? It, it would if he has a bad preseason. What they'll probably do is be like, "Hey, we should keep an eye on that in the first two weeks of the regular season." Totally and if matter. he sucks still, and it's Halloween, then you're like, "Okay, we're bringing up Sutter and we're yeah. putting you down because you haven't been playing good." The um, I should have three little thoughts here. Number one is just an explanation on Boaki going down. Just okay. So obviously he was. Yeah, he's the future. <laughs> he looked very good in his first game. There's a lot of praise for him. Um, so Bo Aiki isn't a first round pick. He was the other's first pick in the draft. So therefore, as a first round pick, he would have counted towards their veterans on like who, how many you can play. Okay. Well, he doesn't hold that value because he's a second he's not, rounder. Yeah. Okay. So therefore, there's literally like almost no point in having him here. Like you have, either is, but he has his one game. You play him in Penticton. He has his rookie camp. You've seen him enough. The Barry Colts are playing right now. He can go there, just settle in and get his season going there. If he was a first round pick, I would assume he would still be here to help with those numbers. But that's kind of the reason why a lot of people were freaking out. Good explanation. Relax. Thank you, Liam. Thank I you. Did not know. He looks sick. I'll make that clip. He looked really good. He looks, he looks like something. Yeah, yeah he does. But He's I'm sick. also not going to sit here and look at a second round pick in one preseason game <laughs> and do the whole. He's going to be better than Robert. It's like, come on, people. You, Let's calm down. You got to relax on all this stuff. I The one example. I always think of with players getting rushed and it's not one that maybe always stands out because he's still in the NHL is a guy like Curtis Lazar. Curtis Lazar was what the 18th something pick or something like that one year. He was unbelievable for the Edmonton Oil Kings. He had a very good first season with the Ottawa Senators and then just plummeted from there. If you send that guy back to junior for one year, he's probably got a pretty good NHL career. Statistically. He's had a good NHL career. In the sense of games played and stuff, but that guy's top 20 pick. You want him to be a top six forward, right? Uh, Brad Bay is in says Bo Akey. You mean handsome Reed Schaefer? Bo Akey's handsome. He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Um, can confirm. Can confirm. My other point was before we move on from this, there's probably a pretty good chance that the others can convince Brandon Sutter to go to Bakersfield. Probably. Hey, we want to give you another month to get up to game speed. And when there's yeah. an injury, you'll come up. The only obstacle I would not like about that is the others would have a ton of veterans in Bakersfield. 
Greg McKegg the egg. Greg the egg McKegg. What did I call him? Greg McKegg the egg. Something still like works. Whatever <laughs> works. Uh, Brad Malone, Seth Griffith, Sam Gagne, Drake, Drake Jula. I feel like I'm missing. Obviously, Brandon. Yeah. So let's just say he's there. So that's six forwards. Yeah, that's quite a bit. I, is Cracknell still with the team? No, no, he's gone. I thought he didn't. He join that Kunlin team in the KHL, or is that where we got him from? I don't oh, know. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, I Do get I what mean, you're saying yeah. to an extent, but if half your forward group is vets and half your forward group is young kids in Baco, not that's bad. not a bad split. No, that's fair. I actually thought there was seven or eight. So probably research the blue line. The blue line is like kind of young. Ben Gleason, Cam Deneen are the only guys who are at least 25. Other than that, it's Kemp 24, Warner 20, Hoffenmeyer 24, Broberg is listed there right now. He's 22 years old. Maybe Nima Linen ends up going down and he would be one of the oldest players on that team or on that blue line at 25 years old. So yeah, I'm not worried about having too many vets down there, especially with a guy like Sutter. Like I think it would be, you know, might be a bit of a short-term thing where he comes yeah. up once there's an injury because someone's getting hurt at some point. Yeah. Unfortunately it's true. Yeah. Happen. Someone's going to miss games and you need to be, you need to have the depth for it. Uh, a couple other preseason storylines I want to touch on before we get to our short for giant off season question. Um, the idea of Darnell nurse and Evan Bouchard being a long-term pairing for the Edmonton Oilers. This is a topic that Ryan Rashog has talked about. It's starting to get a lot of smoke around the Oilers fan base and a lot of really smart people. I think Bruce Kerlock is one of them. Who's kind of been pushing this idea. They point out that, okay, what are Darnell Nurse's biggest deficiencies as a defenseman? It's his first pass and its ability to defend the blue line off the rush. What are Evan Bouchard's best strengths? It's his first pass and it's his ability to defend the blue line off the rush. Like he doesn't get turned inside out very often when guys are coming into the zone, right? So by putting those two together, are you creating a top pairing that is capable of basically playing 26, 27 minutes a night against the other team's best and making life easier on everyone? It would also get a ton of the Connor McDavid minutes. So does that make you better in the sense that having your best passer on the ice with your best minute muncher and Darnell Nurse, does that help Connor McDavid create more just because you're putting him with hypothetically your best pairing? Yep. The reverse of this is if you go with what you had last year, the status quo, Nurse with CeCe, Ekholm with Bouchard, I think your top four is more balanced. You have two pairings that I think are, I mean, I, I think I would play Bush Ekholm. I, I think Bush and Ekholm are better, but I think those two pairings together, that gives you a well-rounded top four. Are you more of a fan of going with the well-rounded top four approach or do you see the value in juicing up the top pair, playing them a ton and just letting them handle all the tough work? Yeah, I think... I do like the Nurse and Bouchard idea. I think I just like the idea of giving Broberg the opportunity more than anything. Which is an interesting wrinkle to this. And I think this move just puts trust in basically your entire defense in a way. Because Kulak and CeCe are going to be a great defensive pair together because Kulak just makes whoever he plays with significantly better. I like Kulak. I think he is is a dream third-pairing D-man. I love him. A dream. If you're playing seven defensemen, you can rotate Dehane in on defensive zone draws with Ekholm, for example, and then Broberg plays seven. offensive zone or something yeah, like yeah. that too. I think this could be very beneficial. And as long as Nurse and CC essentially aren't playing together, I'm pretty much good to do anything on this blue line. I just think that pairing was so, so poor last season and it just needed to end and they just refused to put the nail in the coffin on that one. 
So to see him actually experiment with someone is a is a good sign. If Bro- and Broberg almost maybe does hold the keys to Woodcroft being comfortable enough to do this because he plays good in camp and they're like, guy can maybe handle top four minutes. Mm-hmm. That's who you play him with is at home. Yeah. He's his steadying presence. I don't think you're going to feel great about a Broberg nurse pairing. Bro- no, 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 no. So no. again, your only option, if you think Broberg's ready for top four minutes is to play him with at home. So Broberg maybe holds the keys to being able to do this Bouchard nurse kind of thing. And also if there's like, you know, old reliables there, right? Yeah. CC with like the pairings they ended last season with, it's always going to be there for you. Mm-hmm. If there's ever a time to experiment, it's to do it in the first month of the regular season and see what you got. They can experiment until March 1st. Experiment until the deadline and see what you want from that. If Broberg yeah. isn't working, then he's done. Then you kind of get Trade an idea him, yeah. of what you have with Philip Broberg. If you can trust that exactly. guy in the playoffs, if you need to cut bait right there. But they need to they need to give Broberg the opportunity. Yeah. They need to give it because shit or get we, off the pot we, time. We can all sit here and say Broberg is this, Broberg is that. But then when you're lucky and he's playing like eight minutes, it's like what is he supposed to do? Yeah. The kid's worried about making any kind of error, which then lead into his ass being parked on the bench. Like he just needs to be given the opportunity to run a little bit, see if he can get his legs underneath him. And hey, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And it is what it is. You always failed with an eighth overall pick. But I'd but, rather know. But I'd rather keep know. Playing this game. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I do believe Broberg will be a good defenseman one day. Mm-hmm. You say he's 22? Something like that. 22, 23. How old's Bouchard? Broberg's 22. Bouchard is 23. Like, okay. So, the so basically, what are we, what are we doing here? Bouchard. They're on the same trajectory <laughs> in a way. Like, it was only two. It would have been last season's equivalent yeah. to Bouchard, where. It was the COVID year and he just didn't play. Yeah. Broberg, 70 points. Yeah, actually, no, I just talked myself into that. We we got a couple of interesting comments on this. Bryce is in and says, I like changing up the D pairs. CC and Nurse were great two years ago, but got exposed last year. This is a W, big dub. Um, Craig says, get the pairings ready for the playoffs. Give them the season to get used to each other. And if it works, we'll be stronger in the playoffs for it. That kind of goes along the lines of what you're saying, where... Just play Broberg in the top four no matter what. Yeah. Roll him into the deep end. If he handles it, you're loving life. If he struggles, you know exactly what you need at the deadline. And the thing is, too, I, I said this a minute ago, but just to bring numbers into it a little bit, Broberg doesn't need to play 20 minutes. No. He can play 14 to 16, and Dayan A can play 10 That's if you go 11 12. and 7. If you play in 11 and yeah, 7, yeah. yes. It doesn't have to be Broberg every single time he's out there. Heck, they could play Kulak and CC and then send out Ekholm and Bouchard over the boards if it's like late in the game or whatever, yeah, right? Like there's, there's a lot of options here. Broberg, I'm not saying, has to go out there and be a 20-minute defenseman. Yeah. He just needs to be in good situations. He needs a little more rope. We got to give him a longer exactly. leash. Can't just yank it back off. Wise Kyle says two lefties on a pair. Um, Ken Holland has talked a lot in the past about Philip Broberg and his ability to play the right side. I think they believe in that ability. I, I think one thing too is... In the NHL, it's, it's much easier to get three righties, three lefties. When these kids are playing in junior and everything, some teams have six lefties. Yeah. And these kids are forced to play on the other off swing. Do you know who plays on their offside? The better players. So Broberg's probably done this a few times in his yes. career. Yep. Um, Rusty is in our boy. Says Broberg is 6'3", 212. Ekholm, 6'4", 225. That's a massive pairing. It is. Mm-hmm. Not that Broberg is a guy who plays with a ton of size, but, but I, yeah. I look at the makeup of those two D-men and I think they can work together really well. I kind of yeah. like how their traits would play off each other. I haven't 
looked at this in a little bit, but I'm pretty sure there's only one defenseman in the Oilers franchise that's under 6'1", and it's Camdeny. Oh, in the Oilers organization think, right now. In yeah. the organization. Yeah. I think, I I think Bowie, like he's too. at least six foot. So it should be six foot and under, and it's only Camdeny. Cool. Last time I checked. Ken Holland likes him big. <laughs> he sure does. Like some tall. Uh, Davin says tall people age faster. Yep. Okay. Is that why Vinny looks oh, like 40? That's why he said, look, Vinny is old. Oh, we need okay. to keep him healthy. Yeah, 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 that makes more sense. Um, <laughs> why is Kyle? So Broberg is a TJ Brody type right D. Sure, like switching over. Susie is a left shot right D. Yeah, so he's kind of like the reverse of this. Oh, Tyler Mulek's in the chat. Welcome. Welcome back, Tyler. Hey. Um, we're live today. We are going live again tomorrow because Frank Saravalli is coming to Edmonton. Uh, the three of us? Do you want in? I don't know what time it is. <laughs> I don't know what time it is either. So basically here's how tomorrow's working to pull back the curtain for everyone. Um, Frank comes to town. We lands tonight. If you want to go greet him at the airport, Get, bring a sign, bring a sign, go stand by the chain link. <laughs> fence. Frank. Welcome home, Frank. Uh, if someone wants to give him a ride, I'm sure he needs a ride. Yeah. Um, and then tomorrow, Frank and I are going down to the rink and we're doing interviews with, a whole bunch of people in the Oilers organization. Ooh. Bunch of cool, frankly speaking, stuff for his interview podcast. He's in Vancouver today doing interviews. Edmonton tomorrow, Calgary the day after. When we're done all those interviews down at Rogers tomorrow, we're going to come back here and we're going to do an episode of the show with Frank. We can do all three of us. I'm in. I'll be here. Okay. okay <laughs> I'll sit right here. This camera goes wider. Don't worry. It does. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. I, just, um, I just wasn't showing this. So again, it could like, we're going to aim to do it Probably around 12 or 1 o'clock. Oh, but sweet. if the interviews at the rink go long, it might start at 2. It might start at 2.30. Like, I so, just don't know. So we're looking between 12 and 2.30 for the show tomorrow. Yeah. For one hour of straight talk. We'll see if we go now. ISO cam on Frank. And then, like the insider cam again. And then Friday, this is a big one. We talked about this over the summer. People said they'd like us to do like live on location oh, yeah. shows that they can attend. We are doing that this Friday at the Century Mile Racetrack out by the airport. Yep. Racetrack and casino. Mm? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> it's Oilers Nation night at Century Mile. Um, I think, do we have like a little ad graphic we can put up for everyone or do we just have their logo? That's it's fine. Just, uh, okay. Uh, six o'clock start at Century Mile. We are going to be starting our show Friday night at 5.30. So while you're showing up at the event, you're walking in, you're seeing all your favorite Oilers Nation personalities. You're getting ready to maybe throw some shekels on the ponies at Century Mile. Mm-hmm. Have a great night. You're going to see our show going on there. And then you'll get to hang out with us for the entire night as we bet on the horses. We're going to be giving away some Oilers Nation prizes at the event. We're going to be, there's going to be an Oilers Nation themed heat at the event. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Yeah, does I, that mean we're running? I don't that's know. That's what I would really like. No one knows. Tyler Mulek, do you need tickets? No, it's free. You just show up to the horse track, park, and walk in. Why or not? maybe you get dropped off because you're going to have eight beers. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. All right. I will. There you go. <laughs> um, are, we taking, is, are we taking questions on the, on the live show? Like in person? Yeah. We could. Hopefully no one heard me. People answer. could walk up and just yell at us and we'll, yeah, we'll handle it. Put your hand up. Stand right directly behind the camera. Yeah. And ask feet. us a question. Yeah. Sure. We'll do, any, we'll do anything. Just come out to the horse track. Yep. Century Mile. Shout out to Century Mile Racetrack. That'll be a lot of fun on Friday. I see some chat, some chatter in the chat about uh, the new Heritage Classic jersey for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, I think, Aaron, you got the video behind the scenes here. I do. Um, the Oilers officially unveiling what we reported four or five months ago mm-hmm. about what the Oilers jersey would look like. We were on this. Shout out we, to you, Tyler. We broke the story and no one's giving us credit. Not my, that they need to. My friend gave you credit today. Thank you to your friend. Derek. Thanks, Derek. Uh, giddy up. This is what the Oilers will be rocking at Commonwealth Stadium at the end of October in the Heritage Classic. It is a play off the Edmonton Mercury's jersey, the 1952 team that went on to play in the Olympics. Straight up, these are nasty. Um, uh, that's our short for giant question of the day. It's what rate the new jerseys on a scale of one to 10. These are a 9.5 for me. I love that they kept the, uh, the good original orange and blue color scheme. They didn't get all cutesy with the Navy or anything weird like that. It is traditional orange and blue. It's got an interesting tie in to this city's rich hockey history, not the rich Oilers history, but city. Edmonton's history, which I really, really like. They did some unique stuff. I think the Edmonton Oilers on the little ribbon banner is cool. Mm -hmm. I think the number front and center on the jersey is a unique little thing. The C being very high up on the shoulder is cool. And then nothing says outdoor game like rocking vintage brown hockey gear like you're from the 1930s. As it says here, from the yesteryear. (laughs) There you go. I love these. I have zero complaints about the Oilers. I think the Flames ones are really nice as well. I have no problem with the Flames. I think that's a really unique kind of balance in the two jerseys. These are awesome. 9.5 for me. Hmm. I'm, I gave, what did I say? 7.8 or something like that in my thing. But I think the more I look at them, the more I do like them. I just like the idea of being creative. It's not lazy. Where it's one just, time thing. Like, I think the Flames ones are cool. I think it's a bit lazy. A little bit, yeah. All, all you've done, essentially, is put your logo in a circle. It is a nod to the Calgary Wranglers it jerseys, is, okay. right, is what it's supposed to be. Um, or sorry, the Calgary Stampeders Stamp- Hockey Club of the 50s and 60s. But I just don't think, like, I feel like Edmonton really tied it in with the way their names yeah. kind of presented and the oil drop in the middle. Flames, you're right, is a little lazy. I also think the Flames should have all red. I think... Uh, dark this- blue and red would be too much. I think it's cool. You got to think how they're going to clash outside too. I, I like under the lights. I love color on color. Yeah, me too. It's a Maybe soccer fan within me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just think, I don't know. I like that. I, they're both really cool. It's going to be a great event. I'm excited. Uh, someone sent me a picture as well on one of my text messages of the Oilers like in 
Yeah, I'll show Tyler. See, it looks cool like that. Yeah, like that action shot of yeah. whatever. Like, I think I see people in the office were complaining about the brown pants and gloves. I think they're freaking sweet. I love that. That is my favorite yeah. part. I just love the leather looking. It's older. It's an outdoor game. You got to yeah. pay, pay an homage to, to yesteryear. To as yesteryear. It says. I'm just not a big Jersey guy. Like, I just don't really care. Like it, I'm not, I know that's really lame of me, but yep. I like these. I like you them own a, a lot. Devin Short jersey. Exactly, exactly. And I just think it's like, yeah, the Oilers did a really good job. Calgary did a decent job. Oilers I, is way better. I am a Jersey guy. Our friends at the Sports Closet. Oh yeah, I saw this. Retweeted it. Oh, they texted me today, Ooh. bright and early this morning. They're like, "Don't worry, starting tomorrow, the jerseys are in stock." Sports Closet, St. Albert Mall, Kingsway Mall, Short Park Mall. If you want one, get them. I believe it's 260 for one with a name on the back, 210 for a blank. Now, I am a jersey guy. I am a jersey collector. I own a lot. I pride myself on owning pretty much every Oilers jersey they've worn. Really? In my adult life. I How many do you have? Nine or ten? Wow. Oh, I think I have five. Here's my thing. I It's been a long time since I've bought a Connor McDavid jersey. I feel like this is a good... Co- yeah, that's the picture. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the one. Like. I really feel like this is a good opportunity to buy a Connor Mc- another Connor McDavid jersey. I think that'll look cool. But the blank with no number on the oil drop, if it's just a blank oil Ooh. drop, I think will look really, really cool. So now I'm a little torn. Do I go with 97 or do I just get a blank one with the blank oil drop? Let's do a poll. Sure. Good there you go. Which one? Ninety-seven. <laughs> No name. Yeah, that's a good point. It is. I want to see what they look like without the name on the front. Yeah, it's cool to have those jerseys. Oh, yeah, that is what they're going to look like. They'll just be a blank oil drop. That's kind of cool. I don't hate that. Oh, the first one. Yeah, that's cool. It's not bad. Although McDavid would be cool. Heritage Classic patch on the side says Battle of Alberta in the collar. If you missed that detail. Oh, really? Yeah, that is cool. I don't have a McDavid jersey. Do you have one? I do, but it's from the first playoff run. So, so it's the orange. Yeah, the orange one. Orange I think crush. I have dry side or Puyavi. Should we be matching for when we go to the game? Are we going? I don't know. Ooh, oh. I w- maybe I wasn't supposed to say anything. Oh, I, I don't think it. <laughs> you should, uh, hey, if you're, if you're watching this stream, maybe you should come to the season opening party. Hmm? Maybe there'll be something in it for you. I'll buy hmm? Tyler and I tickets. Or buy us tickets yeah. and we'll go with you. Um, Van de Kane is the other jersey I have. Oh, yeah. Got that for Christmas. All right, let's see what the chat's saying. Dr. Gonzo says the jersey is fire. Tyler Mulek says he loves it, and T-Money had it early. Uh, Dr. Gonzo says, love the classic pants and gloves. I love it. Uh, Tyler Mulek said they're going to wear it three times this year. Sick. Those? Yeah, I guess. That makes sense. They usually do mix it in. Like the Heritage Classic jerseys, they'll wear it in other instances. I don't think they should. Dr. Gonzo gave it an 11. Blank Project, nine and a half. AJ's in says a solid 10. Wise Kyle. A four. Mm, bruh. Um, Russell gives it a nine. Jeremy says he's getting a new jersey. Yeah, it, it, it's really good. Uh, everyone said, boo, the Calgary ones suck. Loomis says, why didn't you use the old Stampeders logo? I think that's totally fair. Uh, Minister is in, says, love from London, UK. I love London as well. <laughs> Thank God you're not from Paris. Ty, here's the jersey without the uh, without the number. In the yeah, middle. like that's kind of cool, man. I don't yeah, know. I, I kind of like that. You're onto something. With I'm that. trying to find these Calgary Stampede. Also, not that I'm trying to start any beefs in the apparel game. Tyler Mulek says a certain store that has them for sale is 310. So if Sports Closet is only 260, that's a deal. 
Yes. My pal at the sports closet texted me today. said Adidas blank will be 210. Players will be 260. I just pulled up the Calgary Stampeders blank jersey. 210. I kind of like that. That, yeah. is, that is good value. Kind of sharp. Um, Aaron, could you type in on Google Calgary Stampeders hockey jersey and then pull up the first picture, please? Can I see it? Yes. Sure can, yeah, like, Why didn't they do that? They should have done this, done this low. Because... Even that if they change, cool. yeah, we'll, we'll get it up for everyone. We'll talk about it a little bit. Like, I think the Oilers obviously adjusted uh, yeah. the Mercury's. QF Pro says 11 out of 10. Ryan says, I want to see them wear these jerseys versus Boston. Sure, why not? Um, O'Reilly says he heard they're going to wear them the other times they play Calgary, which would make sense. Okay. okay. Why not? I like that then. I hope they don't wear them before oh, the Heritage Classic. It's is, early in the year, right? So, year. yeah. Okay. Um, in the Facebook comment, Ryan and Howard both gave it a 10. So shout out to everybody watching along on, uh, on the Facebook. Um, that's the image. Okay. They should have done this and then written flames on the bottom, like the Oilers. Yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been really cool. Or even put their flaming C in kind of that horseshoe looking design. That would have been cool. You're right. Should we get into the Jersey designing game? Yep. Seems like we got some good ideas here. Design an Oilers Nation everyday jersey. That'd be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> if someone has a hookup, if someone here does like custom jerseys or knows of someone who could get us ON everyday logo mm-hmm. on a jersey for Liam and I, it's that'd o- be pretty cool. Only your cool. M Chuck on the back. Sorry, Liam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll only do that if we get 50 likes on the show, though. Hey, there you go. Hey, we are up. The viewers are coming back. We're back, people. We're back. We're so Show's back. also available as a podcast if you want it. Um, dangerous Wade, can we dress up for the watch party? Are you talking about the one on the 11th, the season opening party, or the one at the horse track this Friday? You can dress up whenever I would you say want. Both. You can wear whatever you want to either party. Mm-hmm. Liam and I are going to have our outfit for the season opening party chosen for us by Jan Chalmers. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't either. I'm a little worried. Oh, nervous. But they cheated, so... Uh, good news says is the Heritage Classic an early game? I don't think so. I think it's late at night. I don't. You look it up on the schedule. I guess. Eh? What what day is it? 29th, October yeah. 29th? Is it really? God, the new NHL website is so bad. I just I tried to pull Google. up the Oilers schedule, and it's like, nope, air Edmonton Oilers. You figure that out. Okay. What um, do we know the date? I'm assuming it's the first time we play Calgary this season. Mm-hmm. First time we well yeah it's end of October October twenty ninth yeah five p.m. five p.m. Mountain time yeah, October twenty ninth and it's the end of October so the sun's already down in Edmonton <laughs> by that moment which sucks jerseys uh, are going to be popping on the ice yeah. then there you go that is our Sherwood Ford giant off season question brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford the giant we got some exciting stuff coming up with them next season as well. They got an interesting little project going on at that dealership that if you're a fan of the outdoors, we'll say you're going to want to uh, keep it tuned for that. Uh, let's keep the show moving along, though. We are now at today's edition of the Star Mechanical News Desk, brought to you by Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. You can find them online at starmechanical.ca. 780-481-8873 is the number you should call for well, whatever you need, 24-7 emergency service, they got you covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liam, here is what we're going to do. I am on a popular hockey news site. I'm going to read you all of the headlines that they have in order, and you are going to stop me when there's something interesting, all right? Okay. Panarin day-to-day with lower body injury. Blue Jackets add Hall of Fame forward Recky to coaching staff. Shabbat played 31 minutes in the preseason. Is that a concern? 
Jonathan Huberto focused on shooting more in second season in Calgary. Yamamoto bags two as Kraken beat the Flames. That's probably the one. That's, that's, I, one, that's where we that's wrap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good to see that Kyler Yamamoto keeping on the rich tradition of beating the hell out of the Calgary Flames. <laughs> he had some big goals against the Flames when he was an Oiler. Yeah, he had some big goals in general for the Oilers. Yeah. I'm going to miss him a little bit. Yeah, I will too. Contract I, had to be done, but we'll miss him. When's his first game back, I wonder? He'll get a video. Oh, he'll get oh, yeah. everything. He gets a true everything? I just mean like standing ovation. Yeah. Couple of stick taps from the boys on on faceoffs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So his first game in Edmonton is November fifteenth, but we'll get to see him on November eleventh. Nation vacation out mm-hmm. to Seattle. We're both going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Already sold out, but we are launching our second nation vacation later in the year in the next little bit year. So keep it locked yeah, on that. Um, there's the Star Mechanical News Desk. Basically, nothing's going on that is even mildly significant. Outside of Yamamoto scoring twice in the preseason, which is huge. It means the Oilers made a massive mistake trading him. Yeah. Big, mm-hmm. big error. What has Brandon Sutter done for us lately? <laughs> Hasn't scored twice against the Flames. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on here in the chat? Nothing better than an ODR under the light, says Jeremy. Yeah. Playing the Heritage Classic at night is infinitely better than if they would have done like a one o'clock start. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Tyler Mulek, actually interesting submission to the star mechanical news desk. Tyler Mulek says, just read that Mackenzie Weger got a game misconduct on Monday due to, due to abuse of officials in a preseason game. That's hilarious. He needs to calm down. The Calgary way. Didn't Dennis Weidman get that in a Calgary uniform? That was when he like cross-checked that ref and yeah. ended his career. And it like also ended Dennis Weidman's career. He just like didn't yeah. play again after that suspension. I think he's a coach now for the kitchen oh, Rangers. <laughs> Wise Kyle says nation vacation, Arizona well, details, maybe, maybe this week, maybe next week. I don't know. Who knows? I think I was just in a meeting where we said what the date was and I already forget it. That's big. That's too bad. Big news. We got a new big list today up on the show. The big list is brought to you by our friends at the Century Mile Racetrack, where we will be hanging out this Friday as we itch closer and closer and closer and closer to the start of the NHL season. Liam, last week, our big list was all about things we don't miss about Roger's place. It was oh, annoying yeah. fan habits, right? Yep. I forgot what it was until you. Yeah, annoying fan habits. Today, we're going to be a little bit more positive for our friends at Century Mile and the racetrack. We're going to do the five things we miss most about hockey season. If we had the trumpet noise, this is when we could do that. Damn it, I'm sorry, boys. We'll figure it out. It's all good. <laughs> Five things we miss most about hockey season. Feel free to drop your submissions to the big list into the YouTube chat. We'll read some of our favorites. Hit the like button while you do that. But let's start with number five on the list. Liam, this is one you wanted on. Number five, walking into the arena. Yep. Walking in, <laughs> walking good into Rogers' place. It's cool. It's good vibes in there when you're in Ford Hall. The band's playing. You got the beers flowing in there. What's it called now? Molson Hockey House. Molson Hockey House. I love that place. Lineup looks massive. Never that big if you just go to the window. Yeah. Don't, maybe shouldn't tell too many people that, but yeah. <laughs> there is something like a Saturday night Oilers game. It's like 7 15. Mm-hmm. You're walking into the arena. Everything's kind of buzzing a little bit more than a usual game. I think this is a good one for number five because for, I think for me, it's the escalator. That's where ah, I start right. to get oh, giddy. Yeah. That's where I start to, as you just come up and then you see how big, like the yeah. Molson Hockey House and the ceiling's so high. It's just, it's a good vibe. Yeah. Um, G- yeah. Something I think people forget about because they now do these outside 
is do you remember when they did the watch parties in 2017 in Ford Hall and it was a trampoline? That was insane. (laughs) Um, So yeah, there you go. Number five, if you haven't been to an Oilers game and uh, maybe you're watching the show and your first Oilers game is coming up in person this year, these are the things you can kind of get excited about. Mm -hmm. The vibe, walking into the arena an hour before the game. It's a good one. It needs to be on the list. Number four. I just put rock in a jersey before the game. What I like is, let's say it's an eight o'clock puck drop. I'm leaving the game at like 645. Okay. But I'm getting ready. The jersey's on at like 615. And you're just like doing household things with the jersey on. Really getting in the spirit of game day. You're flipping out a load of laundry. Rocking the jersey. Maybe you promise your significant other you'd get some chores done outside. You're already rocking the jersey, though, because you're leaving within the hour and you're ready to go. Just wearing a jersey on game day always sets the vibe. You see other people out and about. They're rocking a jersey. You're like, damn, you must be going to the game tonight. Go Oilers. Number four is just wearing a jersey on game day. I love it more during the playoffs. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. It feels like I'm putting on my own armor. Yes. And I'm ready to go to battle. Bulletproof. (laughs) I do my Mm -hmm. stretches in my jersey before game. Tyler's doing chores. Yeah. Getting limber. Number three on our big list. This one. Now we're getting to the real good stuff. Number three. The feeling when the Oilers get a power play. There is fewer better feelings watching the, the team right now than when they're like it's a tie game in the third or like they're down by two in the second period ref's arm shoots up and you're like, son of a bitch. We we got got him. We got him. It's an Edmonton Oilers power play. (laughs) Um, Even just watching it at home. Tyler, that got me so hyped. (laughs) That sound they play at the ring. (laughs) But even when you're sitting at home and one, if it's a home game and you can hear those noises going on the rink, you're like, hell yeah, power play time. Yeah. Or just watching a game and knowing that like, there's a 30 to 40% chance the Oilers are scoring in the next two minutes. Very, very exciting feeling when they're down by three goals and you see that they're getting a power play. All of a sudden you go from like, this is the worst night of my week. I hate myself to like, holy shit. We might get back in this hockey game. Live betting on Betway. Yeah. You're live betting on Betway. Everything. The Oilers getting a power play and the feeling when the ref's arm go up. Yeah. It's up there. That is electric. Rusty said, watching the preseason power play got me excited to watch the real power play one this year. 100%. 100%. Number two on our list of things we miss about the NHL hockey season. (laughs) Shout out to Betway again. (laughs) Oilers are up by a goal late and you get like a team who's a little aggressive with their goalie. You got the puck line. You're sweating. It was tied for a bit. Boom, they took the lead. You're like, that's not enough for me to have a good night. I need that extra goal. And with like two and a half minutes left, the other team's goalie darts out of the net. And you're like, holy shit, we got a chance. Jay put Connor on the ice. Like, we got to finish this thing off. And then when it's like a breakaway from the red line in, Mm. sweat free, you relax, you take a deep breath, fired into the empty net, you're going home happy. Take a sip. (laughs) Take a sip. You're a richer man at that point. Free money. Yeah. Uh, Nuge Lover, he's going back to the power play thing. He says, I want that pre-power play hype music injected into my veins. 100%. Same thing with the empty net goal to cover the puck line. Not feeling when they're going up the ice and you're like, the net's empty. Finish this off for me, boys. And you know that because you got a little greedy. They were probably like minus 115 (laughs) favorites on the money line, minus 130 favorites on the money line. But you got them at plus 140 on the puck line. Oh yeah, feels good to get. We got to work that power play music into like a segment or something. We have. If anyone knows the name of the song, I'll text Bose. I know the DJ. Next time we're there, someone Shazam it. 
Yeah, there you go. Send it wait. To hey, Google. Or wait, no, not Google. Hey, Siri. What song is this? <laughs> you did that very well. Do you think it's going to know it? <laughs> yep. We'll see. We'll wait it out. Nah, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good I'm enough. I'm texting the DJ. The right right uh, number one on our things we miss most about hockey season. This is whether you're at the rink or at home. It's the first beer of the game. There's mm. nothing better. Oh, you walk away from that concession. You know, puck drops eight minutes away. You're at Roger's place. You're heading down the stairs to your seat and you have your first cold one or you're sitting at home. Maybe they're doing the anthems and all that. And you're like, son of a gun. I'm cracking a cold one. The best. The beers at the rink have a a special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. Not in my wallet, but my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tyler Mulek said his phone just freaked out when I said, hey, Siri, live on the show. Um, (laughs) Nope, nope, not talking to you anymore. You're good. Um, But anyways, number one, it's, it's the best, man. That first cold one. Whether you're just sitting on the couch with your feet kicked up, you know you're kind of done for the day, you're chilling, or you're at the rink, you know it's going to be the start of a good night, you're having a cold one while you watch the Oilers. First beer of the game, without a doubt, the thing I miss most about hockey season. Sounds like we have a name for the song. Somebody knows? The Blank Project. It's Time by Steve Aoki. Done. Allegedly. Sweet. I'll get on that right after this. Very good. Yeah, we need that to be a button. Any honorable mentions? I I'll think, honestly, I'm, just to stick on this gambling talk, when when you bet hits and you're at the rink, actually, I would like to expand on this because this happened to me. That's that's definitely it. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the one. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Get me to October 11th. <laughs> you can go on Wednesday. It's time for an Edmonton Oilers power play. And Leon Dreisaitl's just staring daggers at some yeah. third-pairing defenseman who's like, why the hell do I have to kill this? <laughs> uh, Honorable mention. Sorry, I cut you off. When other people around you hit a bet at the same time you do. A good squad ride. One time mm-hmm. I was there and they were playing the Anaheim Ducks. It was actually the game yesterday Pugliavi got hurt and he kind of faded out. Never forget. His career. Um, there was about four or five guys around me also with their girlfriends who before the game, I could see them all on the betting apps, placing the bets. And all of a sudden, I can't remember who scored, but this group of us kind of went a little nuts. And I'm assuming it's because we all hit the same bet. (laughs) That was cool. I like Tyler Mulek's one last year. Just I like the high-fiving of random people when we score. That's always good. Instantly become buddies. Yeah. If like you ever get like, like Jay has the season seats and you kind of sit around the same people and you become become family with those people. Oh, yeah. You you know all the people around you yeah. at your season seats. That is that is very very true. Um, I had an honorable one. Oh, the games in October, but then also the end of the year when the weather's nice outside. There's oh. nothing better than when you're walking up and like it's not freezing cold out. Yeah, and you're like this is how the sport should be enjoyed. Jersey and shorts. Jersey and shorts. I said last year was definitely the most I've ever rocked that mm-hmm. combo before. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, the early games, or like you know when it's like a seven o'clock puck drop, but it's still bright, and you're walking into the rink. That's yeah. the best. Yeah, that is nice. Before the eternal darkness of winter sets in. <laughs> yeah, and my heart. All right. Well, if you got any other ones, um, Lance says one of the things he misses is texting the group chat if they want to meet up to watch the game. Uh, Nuge lover says so true, Liam. My wallet suffers, but that beer makes my heart happy. Hundred percent. 
Larissa says chatting in the Discord is the best part during the game. And then it's led to, at different points in the show, people saying that I need to join the Discord. Discord. I don't understand the technology. All words, apparently. Is it like the Facebook? <laughs> it is similar to the Facebook, but better. Discord's good. I drop yeah, in and say, yeah. I said hello the Maybe other day. I, I went and uh, actually re-downloaded the app the other day because I was getting ready for season. You know what? Here's what we'll do. If someone tells me to do it in person this Friday at Century Mile Ooh. and shows me how to do it on my phone, I'll join the Discord. All right. They so have, one of you better folks. show up. Yep. yep. Rusty, check your flights. We're right by the airport, Rusty. <laughs> yeah. Drop in. You'll be in and out. You'll be you'll be sleeping in your own bed that <laughs> night, maybe. Yeah, you tell us not that far. Yeah. You could win big. You could. You could win big. You could race a horse. Or, or us. Could be, we could be riding horses. I'm not I really know. sure. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Uh, there you go. That's the big list brought to you by Century Mile Racetrack. 10 minutes to go in the show. Let's get to the Betway Other Sports Report 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Whether you're itching to place some NHL futures, you want to bet on some Sunday NFL football, or you want to get in on the Toronto Blue Jays exciting run mm. to the postseason. Betway has got it all. The Jays are in action tonight. It is a Tuesday, which means it's time for me to tell you what you should be betting on in tonight's Blue Jays game. I don't think there's a ton of value on them at the uh, on the money line at minus 167. Jays run line plus 125 is tempting because Kevin Gosman is on the bump. So anytime Gosman's on the bump, you want to be taking a look at his strikeout prop. He and is so good. He's so it's good. unbelievable. Yeah. He did also rip apart the Yankees pretty good the last time he faced them. I think he racked up 10 Ks. Kevin Gosman to get 10 plus strikeouts and the Jays to win is plus 350 on Betway. That's interesting. That's an interesting I one. I could sprinkle. I'd be intrigued by throwing a few shekels on that one. The Jays are facing Michael King on the other side of this, um, who's got some decent peripheral numbers this year. But again, this game's in Toronto. Their magic number's down to three. They're so close to clinching. Let's go. Go Blue Jays. Pitta patta. Um, NFL talk. The Baltimore Ravens are on, they're on my no bet list moving forward. They oh, screwed yeah. me hard and I'm out of my survivor pool because of them. Really? Yeah. Justin Tucker missed a game winning field goal. He was short. It doesn't happen. Dude, really? I honestly only watched Detroit on Sunday. Really? You don't have red zone on? Yeah, what? No, I just watch them on TV. I just watch my boys. I know, but you could have like red zone on the. I like flicking and out, but for okay. the most part, I'll just watch that. And also I was unpacking a lot of boxes. So Fair. I was oh, yeah. getting too much trouble. Um, so anyway, I was watching Detroit, which I think finished like 20 to 6 or something like yeah. that. And I looked at the other scores. The Miami Dolphins scored 70 points. 70, yes. I didn't, I was, I couldn't believe it. I had a Kimi on my bench. Oh, uh, no, a chain? A, a chan now. A chan. Yeah. He said we have to so I had him on my bench him. and he had 50 points. I lost by 0.3, by the way. So he could have helped. He, that would have been big. And I was like, oh, wow, he just had a big game. No, 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 no. Everyone just had a big game on Miami. So on Raheem my, Mostert got like four TDs yeah, or five yeah, TDs. Yeah. So they both had, sure they four each had four touchdowns. Yeah. Um, the Denver Broncos, I will be betting against their run defense every week. Yeah. That is unbelievable. They are bad. That was so, They're so bad. crazy. Yeah. Um, who did who did the Broncos play this coming week? Chicago. The Bears. <sighs> That's the toilet bowl, baby. That's Ugh. it right there. Yeah, that is uh, zero zero tie. Um, I like going with the over in the Bills Dolphins fifty three yeah. and a half. It's the highest total on the slate by quite Ooh. a significant margin. 
Um, but over between the Bills and Dolphins would make a ton of sense. Do you like your Lions against the Packers? Yeah. I think we're going to win. I think we're way better than him. That will pass rush is unbelievable. We're is now good. getting to the quarterback quite a lot now. Putting on a lot of pressure. I don't think Jordan. Your loves. Jack Campbell is yeah, actually pretty good. Uh, Jack Campbell is legit. Jordan Love is not. And they got roasted like for drafting him. They too. Should, yeah, but he's been good. They drafted Campbell and Gibbs with their first rounders. People got to back off on Gibbs a little bit. Uh, Sam Laporta, the tight end. He's tearing yeah. up. Yeah, the yeah, lines are good. They got that Branches guy who's a rookie too. Yeah. A branch. They're good. Jordan Love I like my shit. Patriots against the Cowboys for two reasons, and I'll tell you why. Ezekiel Elliott is now in the Patriots, and yep. I would never put it past Bill Belichick to put him in an, an interrogation room and tell him the signals of what's going on. Also, and Will Greer, they had a quarterback yeah. they just signed from Dallas. Bill knows how to cheat. Yeah, and he knows Bill how to knows cheat right. Up. Is there anything you like? Uh, I, I'm a big fan of teaser bets and looking at this slate. So like the Bears are plus three and a half. Home dogs against the Broncos. Oh. Put them in a teaser, get it up to nine and a half. I cannot see this Denver Broncos team as miserable as the Bears are. I cannot see this Denver Broncos team beating anyone by more than nine and a half points. Yeah. There's just no way. By nine and a half? Yeah. If yeah, you tease okay, it up. Yeah. And yeah. then you need something to play it with. How about the Texans plus three home dogs against the Steelers? CJ Stroud he's is good. He's good. Yeah. And you get them up to plus nine. I don't think the Steelers are good enough to beat. Even a team like the Texans, we're coming off a win. I don't think the Steelers are good enough to beat a team by more than nine right now either. So I like playing those two together in a teaser spot. I think that's really yeah, interesting. Um, and then maybe you just tease down the Bills Dolphins over to like 47 or whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. There's a three leg teaser should pay like plus 210. Boom. Boom. For your fantasy purposes. Yep. There is a London game this week. Yep. So be careful with <sighs> yep. Such lineups early. Such lineups early. early. Yes, sir. All right, there you go. Shout out to Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. New segment we're going to do to wrap up the show. It is brought to you by a new partner of the Oilers Nation and Nation Network, Alberta Blue Cross. There is only one thing better than sharing memories, Liam, and that is making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever your travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. If you're like, hey, I'm coming on a nation vacation. Boom. Alberta Blue Cross is who is going to give you the right insurance for that trip. Because you never know. You'd hate insurance is one of those things. You hate to be without it when you need it. Always get travel insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyways, Alberta Blue Cross, protecting your memories wherever your travel takes you. Again, ab.bluecross.ca slash travel. Liam, we will end the show with our favorite memory from today's show brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Um. (laughs) My favorite memory from today's show, Tyler, was this poll that we put up 25 minutes ago, which says 71% of people think you should get Connor McDavid on the back of your jersey. And then it has been spoken. I will get a Connor McDavid Heritage Classic jersey. And if you're at the Heritage Classic, oh, we should do like some sort of a, oh, I got a good idea for a giveaway. We'll talk about it after the show, though. Okay. Maybe I'll team up with the sports closet for it. All right. I just have to Maybe Alberta Blue Cross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alberta Blue Cross, my favorite memory of the show. If you have yours, drop them in the YouTube chat. Is going to be when we both sang the Power Play song. Yeah. I thought that was fun. Oh, that was good. Yeah. We set off some people's Google Homes and phones. And series and all that. I think that. My, my favorite memory was, was this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? Whoever that man is. I don't know. Was... When he randomly popped up again in the middle of the show when we were trying to pull up something else, that was kind of funny. That was big. It was a good time. Did we show that video at the end or was that just a... Oh, yeah. Here. Actually, here's my new favorite memory. 
This is of this remember. video that I saw that I wanted oh. to show Tyler earlier yeah. of a chain snatching live in the NHL. OHL. Oh, OHL. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Sudbury. We'll loop it back again yeah. from the start. Oh, Basically, the guy on Sudbury rips a necklace chain off Sue? the guy from the Sioux Greyhounds. And chaos ensues. So if yeah. you look at the bottom right right now. Bottom right. Boom. Yanked. Yanks the chain off. That's insane behavior. That's a. And then just act like nothing happened. <laughs> like, it's kind of funny, but it's also insane. And you can totally understand why that guy was mad. He And now this dude's third man in on the fight. What a grease ball. Actually, that I changed my mind. That, left, that yeah. was the one who ripped the chain. Yeah, but like, again, loop it back. Rip the chain. I didn't do anything. I'm just going to go take the face off with his chain in my hand. What was the end game there? Gets jumped appropriately, but then third man in on the fight. Can you look up if there were suspensions from this? There definitely was. I'm going to look up. Has to be something pretty bad. That was pretty wild move to rip the chain and then just go straight to the face off draw and pretend like nothing happened. Because yeah, Tyler, wouldn't that chain be in his hand? Yeah. Like (laughs) Landon McCallum is the player who ripped the chain. Did he get suspended? I don't know. He is not drafted into the NHL, but at 61 points last year, not bad. Hey, I don't know. Well, maybe. Maybe it's going to get some noise. That's a bad um, Marshawn move. It's right definitely, there. this is an older clip, like a week old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Blank Project says, awful. What if the chain cut his neck? Sure. Tyler Mulek, very beer league, totally beer league. <laughs> yeah. That is like, there's six minutes left. And you're very pissed off because your team's down by three. And you're like, I'm just going to do something dumb and start a fight. So there you go. Um, well done. Shout out to Alberta Blue Cross for sponsoring all the great memories we're going to be making this year on the show and on our nation vacations. Mm. New nation vacation coming Friday. Come to the horse track. Please come to the horse track and hang out with me. Please. All I want to do is hang out with the people who are in the YouTube right now. And you can get Tyler to join the discord. And someone can get me to join the discord at the event this Friday. Century Mile Racetrack. Let's bet on the ponies. Let's have a good time. Let's have a couple of beers. Let's bet responsibly. Let's yell at some horses and mm-hmm. just place a bunch of bets that we know absolutely nothing about. Yep, yep, yep. It's going to be fun. There's a casino in there. Too. <laughs> is there? Yep. Yeah, there is some. Allegedly. Shout out to Star Mechanical. Shout out to Betway, Sherwood Ford, and our friends at the Sports Closet Studio. Don't let me forget to tell you about the idea for a giveaway I have. Anyways, uh, thanks to everyone who tuned in today. Hit the like button before you go. Waz, don't send me the link to the Discord. I don't want it yet. I absolutely, I, You're ruining the whole bit. Nice. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow, special edition of the show with Frank Saravalli at some point in the afternoon. We'll chat with you then, everybody. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.